As you're listening to me, Daisy, Apple's iPhone disassembly robot, is dismantling an iPhone into lots of recyclable parts. That's how Apple recovers more materials than conventional recycling methods. Thanks, Daisy. There's more to iPhone. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Okay, here's a little something which you could consider an occasional feature. We'll very originally call game podcast bonus, something like that. We're going to take, take advantage of the fact that Julian Lawrence is here uh, with us to uh, follow up on, on this issue um, in, in France. I, I wrote a column uh, about it in, in, in Monday's, uh, Monday's game. Um, in a nutshell, uh, back in November, there was, uh, there was a meeting among uh, some uh, senior members of, uh, of the French FA's technical unit, including uh, the technical uh, director, uh, Blancard, the, um, the, the, the French um, national team coach. Laurent Blanc, the under-20 manager, the under-21 manager. And within the course of this, uh, they talked about several issues to do with, uh, I guess, identity, um, uh, race, uh, nationality. And one of the issues that came up, uh, Julien, was perhaps a quota system. Now, why would you even think to have uh, a quota system? Is it because uh, Laurent Blanc, as his last name implies, wants to have uh, an all-white national team filled with uh, Gallic purebreeds like yourself? Yeah, no, it's, it's a bit wider than that. Basically, they think that through our youth academies in the country, so clubs academy and, and federation academies, they, they, they give football education to some kids who then never end up playing for France. So they're paying, basically, for their football education. And then those players who usually are, who have you know two nationalities from their parents' origin, then go to play for another country like Senegal or Morocco, Algeria, Tunisia, things like that, and they they feel that's unfair on the federation side that they pay for those kids' education and then they never end up playing for France, so that the federation never gets the benefit of paying for their football education and, and then for them playing for France. Now, one obvious thing that that comes to mind, I think Lilian Taram uh, uh, alluded to this, is that. Generally speaking, most of these guys end up playing for you know Senegal or Morocco or whatever um, because they're not good enough to play for France and because France doesn't want them, right? Exactly. Those those players, those kids, they grew up in France. Yeah. Yes, their parents might be from Morocco, Senegal, but they you know most of them were born in France. They grew up in France. They played for France under 16, 17, usually even up to under twenty one, and then they you know it's not. It's, 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 it's quite easy to, to see if you're good enough or not to play one day for France you know and, and most of them realise quickly that they, they, they will never play for France so then they turn to the other country their parents country and say okay well I will never play for France so maybe I should play for Morocco and try to go to the World Cup and the African Cup of Nations and that's what some have done and again I can't see how you can prevent those players from playing for the other country the other nationality if they're not good enough to play for France um, it seems to me too that doing it on the basis of uh, of race is a little bit screwy because, as I understand it, there's people like Kusielny or or Obraniak who are also French and dual nationality, just that they're white. The big scandal is that they pointed out 
black and Muslim kids, so from North Africa and, and, and black Africa, basically saying, we've got too many in our youth academies, we need to get rid of some of them, and we need to put a quota of 30% of black and Muslim kids in our youth academies, and the rest would be, you know, wh- white kids, which is like scandalous and disgraceful. And obviously, they're not talking about some kids who have both Spanish and French nationalities, or Italian and French, or Polish and French, like Koscielny or Braniak, and you've got loads of players who, who you know, we're born in France and then decide to, to go and play for another country apart from North Africa and West Africa. There was another quote um, attributed to Laurent Blanc, which I found slightly sinister, um, where he he said, you know, this, we need to uh, uh, get away from, from sort of muscles and, and, and size and so on. Um, every time I go to Spain, they tell me that they don't have this quote-unquote problem um, because they don't have blacks. Um, obviously, forgetting, I guess, uh, Loudon and people like that. But we go back a few years on that one. But um, what does he mean by that? Well, it means that in France we've got too many black people, and and that's that's. But how does that create a problem, football wise? I mean, that that Desailly is pretty good. William Gallas, exactly, and that's footballers. where that's that it shows you that Laurent Blanc and is a very ignorant man, I think, and 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 not that clever at all to say things like that, especially in the position he's in. Um, the the one thing is that he's obsessed with Spain and the way they play football, and he wants you know France to play like them. Surely he should realize by now that we don't have the same culture and we would never play like them anyway and that not many people can play like them anyway either and then he has to realize that all black kids and all black players are not all tall quick and powerful you know some of them are very skillful I think Pelé was not white and um, and, and that you can have black kids that are really good with the ball like Xavi and Iniesta so I think it shows and that's that's my real problem because Blanc, you know, was having a lot of credit for the work he was doing for France, and, and that shows how ignorant he can be and how stupid he can be. Uh, there is another point to make here, in, perhaps in, in, in Blanc's offense, was that these guys were having a private uh, conversation, and they they were they were being um, secretly taped by a man named Mohamed Belkacemi, who was an official of the French FA. I believe he was sort of in charge of football in, in the inner cities and in the mm. banlieues. Um, obviously, you can probably guess from the name, Mohamed Belkacemi is obviously you know not a relative of Charles de Gaulle. Um, if Blanc felt comfortable enough talking about this openly in front of Belkacemi, does that tell you that he genuinely? didn't see anything wrong or or the need to be to be secretive a and b is this a healthy organization where people go sort of tape secretly recording each other's conversations well the 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 first the first the first part of the question yes i think Blanc was completely comfortable about it because he he, he sees as a problem that so many players are, are you know going through the french academies and then play for another country that you know that's his problem then the fact that Mohamed Belkacemi taped the meeting. I mean, it's like if you, Gab, you were, I don't know, maybe at the times we, with your buses and, and, and meeting after meeting after meeting after meeting, they were saying, oh, Italians are this bad, the Italians are that bad, you know, we, sh- we have too many Italians in, in, in England, you know, we should get rid of them. I think at some point you would get really angry. And I think that's what Belkacemi felt like. 
And, you know, I can't blame him for taping it because he didn't tape it to leak it to the press. He taped it and then went to see the, the, the boss of the French Federation and said, listen, you know, I can't, I can't get more. I can't have more of that. L listen to the tape. You see what, how they're talking about black kids, Muslim kids, you know, the one I, I work with every day in, in poor areas of, of France and I help them through football to achieve something in their lives. And look how they talk about them. And I, I don't think we can blame, blame him for that. Do we, do we have any general sense of how much the French FA actually spends on on things like Claire Fontaine? Because I, I, I just want to clarify this point because, you know, it, I'm looking at it from the club's perspective, right? If, if I'm Marseille or Lyon, I presumably have my own academy. And I don't really care if my kid ends up playing for France or Morocco or whatever else. You know, it's all the same to me as long as he plays for, for my club or I sell him for a lot of money. Um, so how big is this problem Is this problem really? I mean, how many kids does, does Claire Fontaine or how many kids enter the, the, the French FA's development system? Well, they've got a few academies. Obviously, the one in Clafontaine in Paris is the biggest one, but then you've got some in, in some southwest. Ones. Yeah, yeah, exactly, some regional ones. And, and how many that, kids a year are we talking about? Well, it depends of the part of the country, but let's say probably just around twenty kids for each academy in, in each you know in each promotion. You stay there usually for three years. And how many academies are there? Um, uh, five are from the federation, and then you've got obviously the rest of the other big clubs like. Lyon, Marseille, and stuff. Laurent Blanc can't impose a quota on the club's one. So, but they, they talked about, about it though. That's that's even worse because they talked about and and even Blackard, who's definitely completely stupid, said that Lyon and Marseille they already do quotas, which they don't. But yeah, that 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 shows you how even worse it was. But but the idea initially was to put that quotas in every club in France, every club academy in France, and the federation academies as well. Final point on this. One of the things that, if you listen to the, if you read these transcripts, that seems to be taken as a given is that a there's certain stereotyping of particularly black players um, of, and I guess they're all generally of, of West African uh, descent. The, the, the vast majority is that these kids are bigger, stronger, they mature faster, and so on. And that there's kind of a trade-off between playing these kids in your under-12s, under-14s, because you want to win, but then maybe you know they don't really develop, so maybe you should play some of the, the smaller players who develop uh, later on. Mm -hmm. Is this generally taken as, as, as a given? Is it taken as a fact that black players in France, uh, uh, the vast majority of them mature sooner and are therefore going to be bigger and stronger at a younger age? Yeah, it's true. It's true. And, and it's true that there, there, there are a lot of them in, in academies because when they're 14 or 15, they're taller and stronger than, than other kids because, you know, because they're usually, you know, more physical for some of them. And like you said, because they mature, you know, earlier. But, but at some point, they, they, their progression slows down a bit and, and the other kids catch up. And, and in the end, you know, they that there's some of them become professional, some don't, but base more level at the end. But my, my problem is that how hypocritical it is that French football has benefited so much from 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 players from with dual nationalities. You know, obviously Zidane, Desailly, Makélélé, all you know, Makélélé and Desailly were even born in Africa. And, and, and now that we've benefited for so long, we're saying, hang on a minute, you know, this, we should change something because, because we, you know, we're angry that we've, we're forming them and then they go and play for another country. I'm, I'm sorry, if you had put those quotas 20 years ago, or even 40 years ago, Raymond Co or even back, back before that, Raymond Coppa would have never played for France, Michel Platini would have never played for France, Zinedine Zidane would have never played for France, Marcel Desailly, Claude Makélélé, Patrick Vieira, and so on and, and so on. And I think, you know, 
that's that's the French society anyway. That's the French culture. All of us almost have a, a grandparent or a parent who's who was born in another country, and we could play for both countries. And I think that you know, if you want to change that, then you have to change the whole French society. And, and I think it's wrong. And, and my last point would be, you can come back in ten years and talk about it again. And in ten years, amongst the kids at Clairefontaine and in other academies. All of them, or most of them, we play for France because they're just good enough, and 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 very few of them we play for another country of of their parents' origin or something. He, he, he values, he, he, sorry, evaluates so much according to the, the the talent of of the kid. So at the moment, yes, some of, loads of them go and play for another country, and only few of them play for France because the ratio is. Over the last 30 kids coming out of Clairefontaine, 26 are for another country and four only are for France. But in five years' time, it could be the complete opposite and 26 will play for France and only four for another country. Final point, Julien, should uh, should Laurent Blanc continue as manager of France? Um, that's a tough one, Gab. I think his position is very fragile, that's for sure. I think he made a massive mistake. I think he's realised it now. I think his position will get tougher and tougher as that investigation that you're talking rightly in your in your column you know is, is developing and going through soon we'll have the, the result of that investigation um, personally I think he went too far and he should have gone by himself uh, now as a journalist as a football writer French football writer I think that he's doing a good job with the French national team and there's no one better than him for the job so that maybe he should stay so I'm even not sure myself. <laughs> Julian Lawrence, thank you so much. Thanks. VoiceOver describes what's happening on your iPhone screen. VoiceOver on settings. So you can navigate it just by listening. Books, contacts, calendar, double tap to open. Breakfast with Anna from 10 to 11. And get on with your day. Accessibility. There's more to iPhone.